Action Park Media. Hi, I'm Ethan Suplee. Welcome to American Glutton. Outside of acting, my two favorite things to do are diet and eat. I have a very complicated relationship with food, and on this podcast, we're going to talk about all of it. Food as entertainment. Food as sport. Food as fuel. I'll talk to experts and the average person, just like you and me. I hate to ask you to do anything, but if you're enjoying the show, please take a moment to like, subscribe, rate, review, all of the above on whatever app you're getting it from. Paige, Dorian, Nee Goodman, welcome to the American Glutton Podcast. Hey, it is so good to be here with you today. <laughs> um, you're the guest today. I don't think I'm the guest. I'm just here to ask you some questions. What do you want? Well, I don't understand what questions you have to ask me. You want to turn this into a Q&A? No, I want to talk about this time of year. Okay, I want to talk about this time of year, but I also want to say that um we've had a couple gals on recently. Yeah. And other gals who listen appreciate that and write you emails and then you tell me gals are really enjoying having gals on. So then I thought, holy shit, Paige, you're a gal. We should have a gal talk. Yeah. Oh, you want to have a gal talk. And yeah. you know, so so I am a gal. You're a gal. Um, are so you, you notice how I didn't say chicks because some of the gals don't like chicks. Yeah. Some people write and say that they appreciated the recent chicks that were on and some people just say females. Um, uh, okay. So you do you, do you want to talk about something that's different than what I want to talk about? <laughs> Well, I want to talk about the holidays from a female perspective. Mm. I want to try to understand it. Okay. All right. So we're getting to that time of year here. Um, we're in the fourth quarter. We're into December. when this. I feel like you're trying to make it sports affiliated, <laughs> which maybe it's very chauvinistic of me to automatically go, are you trying to masculinize this episode of the f of the feminized show? I'm not okay. at all. I'm thinking in terms of like just the fourth quarter of the year, literally the last few months. Oh, you were, you were thinking more in like economic terms. Exactly. Okay. Got it. Um, and we're starting to have get togethers, we just had Thanksgiving when this airs. It may have been a few weeks ago, but we just had Thanksgiving, which is a big eating holiday coming up on Hanukkah and Christmas and Kwanzaa and all these times in December where there are a lot of gatherings and people are eating and they're all centered around food. And last year at this time, we talked about this and you gave some really amazing advice also then into January on like, okay, if you got off track in December, how do we get back on? But here we are coming to this time and... I just think it's a subject that is never – it's not something that we could ever talk about too much because, yeah, of course. you know, you, yeah, everybody's at a different place in their plan. So it's like if you're cooking along, how do you stay on track? If you've diverted and gotten off track, how do you get back on or not, not have this entire month be crazy? You know what I mean? So yeah. I actually w w was um, talking to a mutual friend of ours. He's a dude, not a chick. And he was like, I, I want you to like uh, mentor me and put me on a program and I'll do exactly what you say and I'll start the day after Thanksgiving. And I said to him, 
like, listen, guy, we're guy. not, we're not gonna, and you know, by the way, I call my four daughters guy, all not guy, guys, yeah. they're guys, plural. Um, I do that too. So I wasn't using that in a gendered way, but no, I, I was like, listen, dude, um, I don't want to. I'm not going to go out of my way to like try to help you with something unless you're really telling me that I'm not wasting my time. Mm. So I'm willing to help you, but I'm not going to waste my time. That means you got to do, we got to come up with a plan that works for you and then you got to really do it. And knowing you, I said, I don't think you should start the day after Thanksgiving. I think you should wait until after the holidays because he, he, drinks a fair amount he smokes cigarettes and he was wanting to do everything at once and quit everything at once and he doesn't have a huge amount of weight to lose but you know there are certainly tactics one could use if they're coming into the holidays on a program versus the idea that somebody's waking up right now or coming to the idea right now that they need to make some massive change and um I just think there's so many different angles to view this from. Yeah, and it's well, okay, some recently someone asked you a question about, you know, if you let yourself indulge a little, um how do you make sure that doesn't, you know, completely turn into a, you know, binge festival for on and on and on. And you just talking about like the person saying, okay, I'm going to start after Thanksgiving. And and I want to say something about this too, because this guy, because I existed in a place where there was so much um, shame associated with the idea of beginning that it would propel me away from it. So I would just never start. And, and, and this is like the depressing realization that you've, really messed your life up to the point where you have to undo the whole thing almost like going to rehab is a really really hard thing and having been in rehab a couple of times every almost every single time I start a strict diet there are things that remind me of going to rehab where I have to confront what I've done to myself Mm -hmm. right and 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 it is almost easier to shove those ideas away and just continue living in, I'm not going to think about that, right? Because confronting it can be devastating. So I just want to say, like, I don't think everybody is the same. And I've had ex- experiences where starting a diet is a devastating thing where I have to really take in the damage I've done to my body and the depth of the hole that it's going to be to climb out of. And, and that's a hard thing to do. And I think for somebody who's at that point, maybe today is the day to start. Mm. Maybe the day after Thanksgiving is the day to start because Mm -hmm. it's very easy to push that amount of pressure off indefinitely. Yeah. If you're a guy who has ha, has has accomplished a lot and you're doing pretty well and then you have this idea of like I want to lose 10 pounds, which is our friend. And I go like, 
I don't know how serious you are about this. And like, I don't want to put in the effort before Christmas. And this guy goes out to parties on New Year's. And like, I just don't believe that he's going to make it through all that and stay on some plan. And so I go like, what are we really talking about here? Let's wait. I'm happily, I'll, I'll happily give you whatever advice you want, but let's wait until the New Year's. Cause I, I mean, you, do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. I think there are different severities. The, the feeling you come to confronting like giving up booze or drugs or looking at, at like having to lose hundreds of pounds of excess fat, it can be super devastating. And I just think touching on that can be so painful that it turns you away real quick. That is not something I would suggest somebody put off. Right. Because putting it off can be you can wind up putting it off forever, very easily. Yeah, it's like the from personal experience, there's like a thing where I'll go, I'll start Monday. I'll get back on this thing I was doing Monday because I've got been off for a while. And then if I don't do it perfectly on Monday, then it's like, oh, okay, well, it's like in these increments, like, well, you know, then fuck it. I'll just eat what I want tonight. And then Tuesday comes around like, oh, I had a bad night. I mean, I guess well, I'll start next week. You know, it's like a, it can be gr- yeah, you can just push it off forever. You can push it off forever. <laughs> and then, you know, it. there can be comp, uh, more things can layer up on that. And it can go from like, gosh, I really need to lose 50 pounds. But even touching that is painful to, my God, I have type 2 diabetes and I need to lose 75 pounds to congestive heart failure and high cholesterol and and all of those complications, each one of those things can be devastating, you know. Mm-hmm. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. I, I would, my feet would swell at night. And, and just thinking about why my feet were swollen would be this devastating thing that I would have to like go, I'm just not going to think about that. I'm mm-hmm. going to push that thought away. And then to add it all up. So I I do think if you can, if it is something that's like real and there's a lot of pain involved, I think maybe confronting that sooner than later is is better advice. Mm -hmm. But like if you're if you're cruising into Christmas going like I want to lose five pounds, you know, there's lots of things you could do to avoid gaining five pounds. Um, without necessarily going on a diet in order to lose the five pounds. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah, it does. And you can also be kind to yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You. Oh, man. Yeah. You can just be easy on yourself. Yeah. It, okay. So from so so here we are in this time, and you're you're you want to know what it's like. Are you saying you want to know what it's like for a girl, maybe during this time of year? Yeah. And I mean, I I think it. And again, I don't think it has to be so different. I, was I just say, have no idea. Yeah. I don't think it has to be so different either. And obviously it's like it's all everyone's personal experience. Um, and the yeah, I don't know. I, I couldn't speak for everyone. I can tell you, you know, these times are filled with like – I don't think you have to speak for everyone. I think it's just that you have to speak. Okay. Do you want to know what it's like for me? Is that what you're saying? That's what I'm saying. And then because you happen to be a a gal, then we all get this experience of a gal's perspective. Yeah, got it. Um, Well, 
I happen to be part of a group of girls that have really, some have made such incredible changes and transformations in their bodies and lives. I think we've talked about that at different times. And um, watching those people through the holidays or this Thanksgiving week that we just had or whatever has been interesting because some of them are super disciplined and um, letting themselves have some things on Thanksgiving Day. And then they made sure they exercised the next day. Um, one friend said, you know, she wanted to let herself eat what she wanted to eat, but she wanted to be mindful of not being a complete, you know, heathen. And so she, yeah, her thing was to go to the gym every day, no matter what she was going to let herself eat. And yeah, I'm the person who historically I have, I've not been different than this. It's like, I'm either way on my plan or I'm just off and there is no in between. And so Thanksgiving turns into the day after Thanksgiving and hanging out on Sunday with the girls. And then coming up now into December, we have some birthdays planned and holiday hangouts and this and that. I have friends in from out of town and I want to see them. And it turns into like, even if it's not intended that we're going to eat like crazy, it's like the glass of wine for me changes my judgment on what I'm going to eat after I drink that glass of wine, right? So like I could be doing great all day and then I don't plan to eat anything crazy and I'm going to go hang out with my friends tonight for this holiday gathering and the, and I'm not even eating the crackers and the things and the whatever. And the minute I have a drink, I'm like, whatever, you know, it's like so much easier to just go off the rails. So I'm in that thing personally of like, so am I going to get back on tomorrow? Am I going to wait until January 1st? And it, and yeah, part of it is being nice to myself, but there's also like a personal, um, you know, you know how you feel. One knows how they feel good about themselves and you know when you're happy with your body and you know when you feel good about the plan you're doing. And when you're not feeling that way, then I don't know. It's not even that enjoyable. Like, honestly, by Monday of this week, having just had Thanksgiving and I like I was like, I don't feel great. Like, I feel tired and sluggish and my eyes are puffy. And I was like, what? Oh, well, I had wine the last few nights. I ate. Anyway, I'm going on. But I know I appreciate it, it's, it. it's a tricky thing of like um, start now. And I think it is hard to be very strict during this particular time with all the social gatherings and stuff. And um, it, but but I've also gotten through times like this where I've been very happy with the progress I was making, and so that was outweighing the fun of the drink or the food. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So honestly, I don't know. I'm in like a. I don't feel like I'm. <laughs> I mean, I woke up Monday morning. This is uh, Wednesday. I woke up Monday morning and I was like, I'm going to be really good this week. So I'm going out of town this weekend to see family. I just want to feel better, even if it's not feeling puffy, even if it's not gaining weight, whatever. I don't, I'm not planning to lose 10 pounds this week. I just want to feel okay. And had a great Monday, had a mediocre yesterday. And today I was like, I should just eat the cheese that's in my fridge. Like, so it's, I don't know, I'm 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 having a hard time of like, getting back to where I was doing, I was great last year at this time. Um, and just going, okay, well, it's like start now or start January 1st. Like I I'm in that. And I think that's common for some girls. Yes. And, and, guys. I, and, and okay. And so within that, I think there's stuff to talk about because 
what I ha- what I saw clear this year, last year, my wife and I had COVID, so none of the kids could come home, and we sat there alone, and we couldn't taste anything, and it was miserable. Yeah. And so we didn't experience Thanksgiving last year. And the year before, I believe I had, I was really in a good place with my body, but I totally pigged out and felt crappy. The the problem I run into with these holidays is not so much that meal, because that meal is kind of inconsequential, Mm -hmm. and Christmas dinner is also kind of inconsequential. I don't think one meal is ever such a big deal one way or the other, but what really trips me up is, and what occurred this year, is the kids all come home from school and other family comes into town and you're bursting at the seams and it seems like the majority of what's discussed is what are we going to eat and it's all a celebration for a week Mm -hmm. and so now we get a couple weeks off of that and then we go into the christmas holiday which is even a longer period of time where food is the primary celebratory means or the celebration device for expressing our love to one another um this is devastating to me because Mm -hmm. i can't i can't do that so last night the today the last of my kids went back to college and so i kind of was alone but last night they were like uh do you want to come eat with us and i just i didn't have a breakdown like not in anger and it was they they laughed and thought it was funny so i don't want you to think i was really shaming these people who are my children but i was like how much do you people need to eat like what is happening here every night you you need to like i i basically in order to be out of the kitchen because everybody's always baking something or cooking something for the past week um i get up before everybody And make sure my food for the day is prepared. And I'm not even putting it in multiple dishes. I got one giant Tupperware. And then I'm just sneaking that around (laughs) and eating. And, like, I'm going, like, I hear you people talk about what you want to eat three times a day. Do you really need? And then I realized, yeah, people generally eat three times a day. Like, this is not outlandish. But it's not. It doesn't all have to be an event. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We're talking about fueling our bodies. I then, after they ate, they came back and I sat with three of them and we just talked for three hours and it was amazing. And there was no food in sight. Mm -hmm. We drank water and talked. And that to me was the best moment of my entire holiday. So it, I'm, I'm saying, it's it's hard like it's a fucking trap yeah you know yeah these holidays in america are designed or you know unless it's just my house where every day we're having some kind of a food thing and mm-hmm. it's like i don't want to do that like i actually don't want to do that yeah and like really like no part of me today wants to participate in that i didn't even feel myself being drawn like oh man they're going to korean barbecue now and and then the next day they're going to Indian food. And I was exhausted for them because I was always just like, I'll see you guys when you get back. Um, but it's it's exhausting yeah. always going and having that experience. And I really like to eat. So yeah. I don't know. 
I, I just would try to put the emphasis like it's fine to have a meal with people. Mm-hmm. And I'm when I say this, I am talking to myself. It's fine to have a meal with people. Mm-hmm. Find other stuff to do. Yeah. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Yeah, there were some uh, group hike activities over the last, you know, week or something, right? And um, I seemed really busy and couldn't attend to those. But I totally was fine to come over and hang out with your wife on Sunday. And, you know, I wasn't even planning on drinking. And then, I don't know, just there was wine in my glass. And I was like, well, I guess I'm drinking this. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, my God. <laughs> she's a real <laughs> she's a real drug pusher in my life. No, I'm just saying, like, it wasn't even – it was so unintentional. And so, um, yeah, it, it's it's unconscious. It's, like, thoughtless, you know? And that's those are the kinds of calories that I get mad at myself or, like um, – you know, yeah, it, it's it, like you said, it's not even just the Thanksgiving meal or the Christmas dinner or whatnot. It's the stuff that's in your fridge the next day. Who wants to eat stuffing for four days? Like, I don't, that's not, we stuffing's pretty good. I mean, but on the fourth day, it's got to be bad. It's got to get thrown away. Like, I think there's still gravy in my refrigerator. No idea what it's supposed to go on. And I don't think any, none of us have had it. But I'm just saying, like, you keep this stuff around and then. You know, I don't know. It, I just it, – anyway, it's back to the thing about the unintentional calories. It's like, yeah, we have that meal and then the rest of the next few days because it's social. The kids are home. Friends are in town. No one's working on Friday. You know, and yes, it all just revolves around the food. Yeah. And you, like you just said, finding other things to do. So it doesn't even have to be exercise. It could be a movie. It can be whatever. But yeah, just finding other stuff to do with those same people that you want to hang out with. Like, I just want to be with my friends. It doesn't have to be. Food is almost like, like making it a meal is almost the lazy thing to do. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. okay, well, I guess where should we go to dinner? Like, I don't know. I'd ra- I just want to be with this person. I, listen, dude, if my friends said we're going to block out 7 to 10 p.m. to, to talk. Mm-hmm. I'm in. Yeah. You know, like I, that would be, that sounds really good. Mm-hmm. But more often than not, it's 7 to 10 p.m. is food somewhere. Mm-hmm. And if you want to hang out with us afterwards, it's going to be at a very loud place. So there will be no talking. I have nothing to do in either of these situations. Yeah. I don't really want to eat. I don't really want to go to a place where it's too loud to have a conversation with my friends. Um, the other thing I, I, that made me think of when you were saying that is um, it doesn't feel good to throw food away. Like it feels mm-hmm. – I, it doesn't feel good to me. It feels wasteful and I don't like being wasteful. But at the same time, these kind of gigantic familial mo- meals are, are, are kind of almost intentionally built to have leftovers. Mm-hmm. Uh as you know, I have a very large family. Mm-hmm. We had 25 at our house for Thanksgiving. And I did something on purpose. Like, there have been years in the past where we've had to borrow neighbors' ovens to put turkeys in. <laughs> and this year, we kind of, I talked to my wife and I kind of was like, what if we didn't have leftovers? Like, what if, what if we didn't even prepare enough to stuff people you know like Mm -hmm. to to make people sick with food 
but like actually planned on like if the turkey is for you know 18 to 20 people then that's what we're gonna get we're, we don't need a second backup turkey right you know for the whatever um and we still wound up with leftovers but we wound up with a lot less yeah i did that so i come from a family where we used to tease my stepmother because she would always make so much food and the joke was that she had a recurring nightmare that somebody was leaving a party that she threw and she heard them say i didn't get to taste the you know and yeah. then she'd wake up in a cold sweat so i come from like you make more than enough no matter what for anything any meal any whatever and so this year I had a lot less people at my house. I think there were seven of us all together than I normally do because I like to have a lot of people. And I was like, I'm going to try to just cook what what is normal for this amount of people. I still made way too much because it visually looked wrong. Like I, I can't explain to you how many sweet potatoes I had. It was pretty dumb. But like no one actually eats a giant mound of those. It's a small thing piece like it's not anyway aside from that I really tried same thing okay I'm having this many people I'll get the turkey that's supposed to feed that many people yeah and we still had food left over and it's crazy yeah I think they are even overestimating when they give you that approximation yeah I think so and a friend dropped off this crazy giant thing of cookies that were like just insane and um I, that thing about it feels weird to throw food away, and you don't want to do that. And I hear my grandmother say there's people starving, and it's true. And, I, and I'm, and i you know, we are a, a gluttonous nation, right? We always seem to have, if we can afford to, we have more than enough. So I, no one ate these cookies, or no one ate a lot of the cookies. And then the next morning, I was like, I'm not eating any of this. I should just throw these out. Oh, I shouldn't throw it out. And I left it on my counter. And then, you know, like at 11 a.m., I was like, well, why wouldn't I have one of these with my co- my third right. cup of coffee It's right actually now? disrespectful to your friend. Right. Did, did she make the cookies? <laughs> no. But she, she put her time and energy into procuring the cookies Yeah, for and you. bringing them over. So, and, yes, you know. you're actually being rude to her by not eating right. the cookies. Right. And then there you go, and you're eating cookies in yeah. the middle of the day. So. So what would you say to a person who, you know, let's say I'm not going to maybe start like the strictest workout regimen ever this week, but let's say. Right. right. So your point is like going on to a diet during this time of starting year, a diet that's, or that's a workout one, that's program a very, or... that's a very serious thing mm-hmm. but what if you just want to mitigate mm-hmm. the excess mm-hmm. i would say really try to limit the the intake of excess to as few instances as possible mm-hmm. not easy yeah really not easy yeah not easy in my life because Apparently, these people need to go out to eat. And I say these people, I mean my children, <laughs> three times a day mm-hmm. when they come home from school. Right. And they're like, oh, hey, look where we are. And there are restaurants that you're going to pay for. So take us to these restaurants. Yeah, of course. Um, so, I, I, you know, I just think, you know, there's parties, there's social things. Are there parties now? Are people doing parties again? Is COVID still a thing? Um, I, I do. Th- I don't know how big... Um, I'm not involved personally in any kind of like really big gatherings. Do but offices exist again? People are going back to work. Some people go back to are back in the office full time, but a lot of people are on like part of the office is there on Tuesdays. 
and part of the office comes in on a Wednesday and it's not a full, full, you know, some of the bigger companies I think are doing that where you're like, you're required to come two days a week, but not, you can still work from home. So part that, of the time. then if they're doing that, they wouldn't have an office party. Like a big giant party. Yeah, I doubt it. Right. I doubt it. I don't know. I, I still think you're going to have, I, I know I'm, I don't have an office to go to. So I, you know, so that's not an issue for me, but I know that, that as this approaches there will be more instances like we're going to pages for dinner Mm -hmm. and she spent all day cooking so you're going to eat what she made or Mm -hmm. you're rude (laughs) and i'm going to then show up at your house and be looking around like okay she didn't get my macros at all for this meal (laughs) but i'm going to be here and be present i just want to limit that you know i i also find it very hard to go to any of these things and not eat. Mm-hmm. It, it, you know, going out to dinner with somebody and not eating is really tough. And yeah. then it's awkward. And then you're just watching somebody eat. Mm-hmm. So I, I try to just not attend these things. And then I'm confronted with the thing where I have to sit back and go, like, what do you really like to do that doesn't involve eating? And honestly, it's not a very long list. Yeah. And then you got to convince other people to go do these other activities with you. And you have to tell them at some point you're not going to feed them while you're doing it. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it's complicated. It's stuff to work through. Yeah. And I don't know if the experience is different by gender. I don't. I do think in general, I still think this, there's more pressure on females to look a certain way versus males and there's you know and so well let me ask you this aren't girls allowed to go to dinner and not eat more than guys um like this is just in my head when i picture myself first of all i have a lot of trouble and i imagine there are girls who could have trouble sitting with like communal food on a table and not tasting it Mm -hmm. like i am almost going to compulsively or mindlessly put something in my mouth but out to dinner at a, like my daughter, Lily, she's the most hardcore of my kids. She goes to the gym at least once a day. She eats very specifically and she still will go out to dinner with all of these people. And it's, it doesn't really mess her up. And she's also a girl who will go out to dinner and not order anything. Mm -hmm. And then maybe her whole meal is tasting two people's meals and that's all she'll do. Mm -hmm. And she's not, She's not anorexic or starving. She's very healthy. Um, But so I feel like she has it dialed in. I can't really do what she does. I feel like if I go to a restaurant, I have to order something. Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm asking you. Is Is is, it easier for... Are are girls allowed to do that? To do that. Um, Well, yeah, I think so. And they're allowed to share stuff more, right? Totally. I'm not... Like, me and a dude at a restaurant, we're not sharing stuff. Right. Right. But, But girls, I see girls do that a lot. All the time. Yeah, I mean, as a side note, when I go to dinner with your wife, I just have her order for me as if she's my significant other. And then you guys and we share. share things. I would never share anything with her. Right. She can have some of my food, mm-hmm. but she better order something for herself. <laughs> yeah. Is yeah. that a guy-girl thing? Um, Maybe. I think it is. Yeah, it very well could be. I think it is. It could be, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a tricky, tricky time. Well, I think we've realized that if you're a girl, you're allowed to go to these things and not eat. Yeah. Okay. So then it shouldn't be so. Hard. So that's a good solution. Yeah, it's a good thing. Maybe it's a good thing. Maybe I don't know. Unless you have that compulsion, like I do, where you're just going to eat. Yeah. Then it's not a good thing. Right. Well, again, it's like part of whether it's 
it just seems to be, and you, one can change their mind about this, I know that, but it seems to be part of, it's just part of the event is the eating. And, you know, you just said this thing about like, yeah, there'll be a holiday, there'll be a night in the next month where I'm having a thing and your wife is saying we're going and who knows what I'm cooking and I'm sure it's not going to have your macros right. That's true. But like, wow, I could actually just make a healthier meal. Like it doesn't have to I'm be. I'm not trying no, to shame you I, I know you're anything. not. I'm just yeah. saying in general, it just speaks to the point of like changing your ideas about how things ha- uh, my ideas of how things are supposed to be what a holiday dinner is supposed to be or what a hangout with your friends is supposed to be or what a celebration is supposed to be i'm just saying you can I alter you. that it's hard though i mean it's all like theoretical it's really hard to do that i suspect that if i served you know if 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 the kids one day were like what are we doing tomorrow for dinner so-and-so's coming and I said I got this and I served lean ground bison patties sweet potatoes and steamed broccoli they would be pissed (laughs) they would be really pissed right probably and that to me sounds like a, a great meal. Yeah. Like I'm excited about that meal. My mouth started salivating just telling you that. Mm -hmm. So I'm just saying People coming to the holiday party, like if you imagine if you went macrobiotic mm-hmm. and we all showed up for your pot roast, which you're very famous for, mm-hmm. and then you were serving us like lentils and quinoa, yeah, people would be people would be upset. They'd be a little disappointed, I think. Yeah, yeah. I'm just giving you more problems. So yeah, now thanks. You have to solve. I have to solve all these problems. Yeah. No, I, I think what I'm taking away from this conversation with you is, um, I don't know, there's also something in just like taking it day by day, you know, like we're rolling into this season or it's begun and it's like every day is a new day. Every day is a day to just, it doesn't have to be, it just doesn't have to be all or nothing. It doesn't have to be all or nothing. I just want to say my experience was... I was out of town, I came home, all the kids came home, all the extended family that was staying with us came into town, we're bursting at the seams, suddenly it's food every day. I came into it going, this is fine, Thanksgiving is one day, and I'm going to enjoy that meal, and I'm not going to be thinking about anything, I'm just going to sit and enjoy that meal. Yeah. And it, and it was apparent very quick that this plan was not sufficient because there was so much attention put on food at almost every moment. Mm-hmm. And even like talking about where the next meal was during a meal that it was actually exhausting to me. And then I just kind of started to get a little bit like I'm not doing this mm-hmm. anymore. I'm, I'm out. I just don't want to do it. Yeah. You know? which bummed some people out. Um, But at the same time, like I'm thinking like, like, I I don't know. I don't even, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. I have like some real baggage associated with this, Yeah, you know? And, and so being kind to myself can also be, what do I need to do right now? And if I need to avoid that restaurant, then that's, being kind to myself Mm -hmm. it's not beating myself up over um 
you know, it's not telling myself not to go because I, I can't control myself when I'm there. It's telling myself that or or coming to the realization that I don't have to go. Mm-hmm. That's also being kind to myself because, you know, so that's what I found myself doing. Yeah. And I had a lovely Thanksgiving. And then even the next day was back to the grind of like, you know, it was almost like somebody was doing a food blog of Los Angeles. And I'm not even <laughs> kidding. At one point there was talk of going to Pink's and I was like, are you guys out of your minds? Yeah, we don't need a hot dog. And if you do, go to Echo Park and buy one that's being grilled on a shopping cart. That's a better hot dog. Mm-hmm. So really, <laughs> yeah. It, no, I know. God, it is. It's such a – I know exactly what you're talking about. It's such a thing. It just is. Yeah. And my husband is um, – he likes to eat clean when he can because he doesn't feel good. He gets like inflamed and this and that and whatnot. And, you know, um, I. By the way, I think for the most part, a little bit of sugar is not a harmful thing. Mm-hmm. And then I ha- have children. So I have seen the effects of sugar on children. So you go like, oh, no, that seems to be a real thing. Like children get a little nutty if mm-hmm. you feed them too much sugar. So that's true. Mm-hmm. But then with adults, I tend to be like, okay, really? You can't? You like mm-hmm. it, it fucks you up? Okay, mm-hmm. I understand. And then mm-hmm. I have seen your husband <laughs> on sugar and I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. It fucks him up. Yeah. He gets, it's like he took a drug. Like yeah. his face gets tingly and he's like sniffling and, you know, and then he's cranky and then he feels like hungover, yeah. you know, the next day. So it, it's, uh, yeah, there were, <laughs> this does a funny moment where it, he'll take a piece of pie or something and w- waits for everybody to leave and he's going to eat it alone. he's like a gremlin pouring yeah. water on himself. Exactly. That's what happens. And so I think we woke up one of the mornings and he's like, I don't feel good and I'm this and I'm that. And I said, oh, and he said something like, um, kind of like wondering why. And I said, well, I mean, we know why. You went and ate the thing that makes you feel bad. So like, just don't eat it. And he goes... I'm going to go ahead and remember that you said that. Then next time you're complaining, I'm just going to say, just don't eat it. And I was like, right, good point. Please don't ever do that. (laughs) You know, it's that scene in Knocked Up, right, where Catherine Heigl, I think, is in there. And the other very funny lady who was on SNL says to her, like, so we can't tell you to lose weight, but just like get on a scale (laughs) and then subtract 20 pounds and then weigh that. Right. (laughs) That's right. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. 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 I wore the same pair of pants this Thanksgiving that I wore last Thanksgiving. And last Thanksgiving, I was prancing around telling anyone who would listen, look at how loose my pants are. And this year I put them on and they just fit. They're not loose. But I think that's a win. It's okay. You didn't have to buy new pants. I didn't have to buy new pants. You know how many iterations of new pants I've had to buy? Yeah. A lot. Yeah. I think that's a win. It's a win. It's just that thing. It's it's such a mental thing of like, you know, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's like if you've gotten to a, the place you want to be or you've gotten to some number, some arbitrary like this is the end or something. Um, and then you're not there anymore. Even if it's not as bad as it's been in the past, even if you still fit into those clothes, but you just know you're not at that you're not at your best that you were, and it fucks with me. Like, well, okay, it, so I don't know what to do about that. This other leads than... me to another thing, and I was talking to Clementine about this in terms of, I think we were talking in terms of math, and she 
worked really hard on some algebra thing and and got a hundred percent on the test and was very happy and then the next day was like and now I feel like crap a little bit and what I tried to say to her is like you know hopefully the goal isn't this one algebra test mm -hmm. passing that test is a good sub goal right but the goal is that you get an education that's useful that you can then apply and have success from right, right? that's that's like a a goal for being at school i think mm -hmm. and and obviously we talk and i'm like you have to come up with your own goals i can't this is what i'm positing on to you yeah don't go anywhere we'll be right back so in the same way like a number if that's your goal, what happens one minute after you hit that number? Because mm -hmm. you're depressed. You made your goal. Right. What's the next goal? What's the next thing? Yeah. So I also am incredibly guilty of naming my goals incorrectly. Mm -hmm. And this is partially because when we talked about how the whole thing is so painful to look at, you, you, don't want to mm -hmm. so it's kind of easy to just go like oh my god i have to confront the damage i've done to myself well i'll just lose weight and so i've now got a blinder up to all that and i'm just going to put my head down and lose weight right mm -hmm. now my goal is lose weight what does that mean and then once you've if you get a little bit more specific and you go 200 pounds once you've lost 200 pounds what's the next thing right and so i am because I've done this a hundred times where I go, my goal is size 38 jeans. Mm -hmm. And then I'm in size 38 jeans and quicker than I can blink an eye, I'm back to 40 and 48 and 50. And, and right? Mm -hmm. So the goal can't be size 38 jeans. Size 38 jeans is a sub goal. Mm -hmm. What's the actual goal? Like if I really confront everything and think about everything in my life, what do I want out of my life from my body? What, what is my overall goal? Right. And I think we, I think it's important to think about this in some terms. You don't have to go, I'm going to start, um, focusing on my goal that's 40 years from now mm -hmm. and and just have my no obviously there's many small steps before that that you can get into right that are yeah. going to be easier to confront than 40 years but like let's actually look at overall big picture goals i want to have a life that isn't burdened by being overweight that's what i want mm -hmm. now Many, many sub goals in there, right? Health is one. Size 38 jeans is one, right? Lower body fat percentage is one. But the overall goal is like a lifelong thing so that when I make any of these small goals, I still have something to do. It's not an end, right? right? Losing 200 pounds, that's the only goal because I'm pushing away the like really looking at the damage that I've done because it's painful it's like deep deep shame pain depression it's enough to like put me back in bed calling Domino's pizza because I don't have to think about all that shit I can just continue doing I'm 
you know, I'm basically okay Mm -hmm. every day eating fast food and, you know, and then these, these cracks in the levee start to come up and I band-aid them and I stop thinking about the structure is fucked. Yeah. You know? And so I, I really think that naming the big goal is important, Mm -hmm. right? Because the day you hit the 200 pounds lost, the next day can be depressing if you're not looking again to the future, to, to the bigger goal or something like that. And so that's, you know, obviously I'm not saying you have to do this or anybody has to do this, but that has been super helpful to me because so many times I've worked really hard towards something that isn't easy, gotten there and not been happy. Yeah. 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 Such a good point and such a good advice. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Hey, great. So happy holidays. Yeah. Happy holidays. And uh, be kind to yourself. Mm -hmm. Even if there are evil little gremlin children who are telling you to be kind in a hateful way, (laughs) like going to Korean barbecue. Right. You know what kind is. Yeah. And if eating Korean barbecue is being kind, then go eat Korean barbecue. Yeah. But if skipping it is kinder, yeah, you can skip it. Yeah, I think so. Let's figure out what being true to ourselves actually means and start doing that. Yeah. I like that. Paige, thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of American Glutton. I'm Ethan Suplee, and as always, joined by my chaperone, Paige Dorian. Follow us on Instagram at American Glutton Podcast. Sincerely. <laughs>